What's happening, sports fans? Christian Pedersen here in the SD Prep Insider Studios, continuing our countdown until those Friday night lights get flicked back on and high school football returns to San Diego. We got a good one joining us today on the Blast Radius Coffee Hotline. He's a CIF champion. He's a state champion. His name's Chance Johnson. He plays for the Steel Canyon Cougars. Chance, how you doing today? I'm great. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing quite well. How's your summer been? Man, my summer's been full of work and just chilling with my guys and get ready to go for our 2019-2020 season. All right, so let's start with the full of work, and then we'll get to the chilling with your guys. Full of work, what does that look like for you and the Cougars? What have you guys been up to? Um, looks like 7 o'clock mornings down at Steel Canyon Field, just grinding, working out, hanging with our, uh, working out with our coach, Coach Reeves, our strength and conditioning coach, him just getting us right on the field and in the weight room. Now to the chilling with your boys. What is chilling? What have you been up to this summer? Are you a beach guy? Are you a, a desert guy? What do you do? What do you do in your your off time? I am. I am um, chilling with my guys. I would say with us playing basketball. We like to hoop at a basketball court that's around here. Us going to the beach, just hanging out. Recently, I just got back from a Jamaica trip with my family, so that was kind of fun enjoying that, enjoying family time on our current dead period. So that's basically what my summer has been with us when it's not football. Uh, Jamaica, you say. Yes, sir. Where in Jamaica? Montego Bay, Jamaica. Montego Bay. No way. I was in Montego Bay this summer also. Uh, One of the most relaxing places I have ever been to in my entire life. It is. It is. It's beautiful, too. The jerk chicken, the jerk pork, the jerk everything. Um, Would you agree that that needs to make its way back to San Diego? Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, Did you go to, uh, I think it's uh, Scotchy's, the the restaurant where they just cook it on an open fire and it's like, tin roof that they use for cooking it was ridiculous food out there um I, I think that was the name of the restaurant um we can compare that notes though off the air um you mentioned basketball who's the best basketball yes, player on the team that is not an actual basketball player um or who's the best I squad believe... like who do you guys run threes fives like who dominates because you can always it's, say it's that definitely people, it's definitely fives. We run it. I would say our squad is me, Anthony Littlejohn, um, Chris Carter, Junior Austin Tuesday, and uh, we have an alumni from our school. His name is Thomas Broki. He's definitely one of our centers. We like picking him up. Okay. Okay. And now, of those, uh, none of you guys are actual basketball players, correct? No, sir. None of us are. So, would you, where, where would you, how far would you be willing to take it? Best non basketball basketball team in. Your area, in San Diego, in the state, like how good do you guys think you are? No, I would take my I would I would choose my guys and take it to state. I love that competitive nature. And that seems like that's kind of the cornerstone of you guys and of really the whole Steel Canyon program is who cares about what weight class? We'll take on any fight anywhere, anytime. Would you say that's that's kind of the mentality out there? Yes, sir, and that's the Definitely something that our strength and conditioning coach, Coach Reeves, has taught us from him being in the Army and him just telling us, like, look, no matter who's in front of us, we're going to go out there and we're going to get it. So you, we mentioned at the beginning of this interview, state championship for you guys in 2017. What do you remember from that experience? Um, I just remember being a sophomore, being pulled up uh, after the eighth game and being put in to play down safety and kind of just learning from our older guys who were already playing, like uh, Robert Whitehead, Amir Harris. You know, Thomas Fishburne, just being behind them and just watching them and just joining their squad and just them just teaching me the game. 
I'll say two of my memories from that. One was the playoff game you guys had against the Bishop School. It was one of the most epic shootout, high-scoring, run-and-gun games of all time. I think it was something like 67 to, to 58 or something like that. Yeah, it was a high-scoring game for sure. And And everyone just sort of realizing, holy hell, man, this team is no joke. And also, Thomas Fishburne is one of the most ridiculous playmaker-type quarterbacks of all time. Um, but then also, just remember, I remember the intensity of, of that coaching staff that you guys had when you showed up at Southwestern College for that championship game and Coach Longerbone and everybody just and not even feeling like, like like that was their goal. They're like, yeah, this is a good game, but we're just focused on, on, on bulldozing this team in front of us and getting moving on. And then one of your coaches, I forget who it was, but you guys finish stretching. You bring it in for the huddle. He was wearing a big cowboy hat, and he just screamed, "Leave no survivors!" And yep, that's Coach Reeves. Oh, that's Coach Reeves. Okay, perfect. That's um, Coach Reeves. And, and I just kind of realized, man, this is a this is a team that knows their identity, knows what's up to it. Last year, you guys uh, have a have a crazy you know win against Helix at home. It seems like the last couple of years. You guys have really shot up from being just kind of another school, a little bit out there on the fringe in the East County to you're out there hunting giants and you guys are you're able to compete with the biggest and the best. What has that adventure been like for you since getting called up your sophomore year to now where you guys are in the conversation every year for, for one of the better teams in San Diego? It's kind of like a change of mindset, just constantly being the school that's almost forgotten about. And our guys, we just brought it together like, look, this is what we need to do. We need to win games. We need to prove that we're a team that people want to compete with and that we can compete too. Friday night home field vibe for you guys is also a little bit different because you're on that kind of borderline of of a little bit country, a little bit small school, small town vibe, but you still get a huge turnout. It feels like, though, you guys have one of the more distinct home field advantages for the people that haven't been out there before on a Friday night, what is it like under those lights at Steel Canyon? Man, it's beautiful. And definitely since our field is right in the canyon and we get the, the sunset, you can see it as it sets in the background of our field. It just, it's just a vibe that just compares to no other. Now, for you, all this hard work has finally, I'm not going to say finally begun to pay off because you know, you've, you've enjoyed success on the field, but Coaches at the next level are starting to see you as a legitimate talent and opportunity. You've got your first offer from Southwest Minnesota State. What was that experience like for you? And what does getting that offer mean to you? Man, it was it was huge. Coach Coach Mack is, is an amazing person. It was nice to have a great conversation with him and him come down to our school and just get that offer. It was something that I'll never forget, and it was definitely something that just like shocked my world. Like being a kid and imagining being recruited and imagining getting an offer, and it actually happening was something that I will definitely never forget. How did the inter- how did the actual offer go down? It was uh, he came down. He already had seen my transcript. We talked about uh, some stuff about who I am as a person. Um, watched a little bit of film, broke the film down with him. It was kind of just how we just had the conversation that he would like to offer me a scholarship to come play football down there with him. That has to feel like a little bit of the weight is lifted off of your shoulders. You're able to obviously you're still going to keep grinding for that next offer, but it feels a little bit like you know probably you got that first one done. You can really just focus on this season now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So let, let's break away from football a little bit. I know we talked a little bit about that basketball and, and what you like to do at the beach, but let's help people just get to know you a little bit better. Um, 
and, and I always like to start with this question for San Diego people is where's the best Mexican food in San Diego? Ooh, I would definitely have to say right here in Spring Valley, we got a spot called Cerritos. I would definitely say Cerritos is the best place to go get Mexican food. What are you getting there? What's the order? Um, I'm getting the California burrito, but no sour cream, add guacamole, and add beans. Are you a spicy salsa guy, a salsa verde guy? Where do you, where do you fall on that spectrum? I don't know. It kind of depends on what I'm feeling that day. Like if I want the salsa verde or I want the spicy, then I'll switch it up. Okay. But most of the time I get both. If you could only listen to one musician for the rest of your life, who would it be? I'm a Cardi fan. My guy Junior, he put me on the Playboy Cardi and ever since then he's been my favorite artist for sure. Okay, okay. Uh, favorite television show growing up? Um, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh, okay. Okay, that seems like a little bit of a throwback for your generation. It is, but it was definitely something that was, when it was on TV, it was definitely my favorite show to watch. All right, all right. Um, let's see. What is one video game that you dominate at? I dominate at? Yeah. What, like, if you, I used, go ahead. I used to be really, really good at Fortnite, playing with my friends and stuff like that, but then homework got real and I stopped playing, but now when I hop on, I'm, I'm still pretty okay. <laughs> homework got real. That's the, uh. That's the unfortunate reality for, for, I feel like, everybody in high school is you feel like you have free time, you feel like you're, you're able to do things, and then homework starts hitting, and next thing you know, it's two months later. Um, what's your favorite class in school? I would definitely have to say history class because I had a really good history teacher who just kind of changed my outlook on that. It's definitely been my most favorable class. Uh, any specific part of history? Um, world history, kind of just seeing, like, how we as a world have progressed. It's kind of, it's really interesting to me. Um, I was, I would, I always say that you know, what I have drilled into my mind from, from my high school days, cause not everything sticks a hundred percent after you graduate, but I can always, uh, without a doubt, recite most of the Kings and Queens of, of England and Europe because of the, uh, studying for the AP test and the, the fear of my AP Euro teacher. And so that, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm right there with you. World history is a lot of fun. And it's interesting kind of what sticks and what doesn't from high school. Um, do you play spike ball? Do I play spike ball? Yeah. I have before I have. Would you be down for spike ball to be a CIF sport? And would you play? Of course, because it's a very athletic sport. Because it's a lot of running and it's, it's concentration and hand-eye coordination. It's, a, it's definitely a sport that, that requires conditioning and talent and stuff like that to be an actual sport all right so help me build out a little bit of a roster maybe like five players from steel canyon who you think would would represent at the varsity spike ball level i would say colton guerrero man's got fast hands uh cameron ewart mm, t-max nayume he's got he's got fast hands antoine walker he's got good hands and then i'll have myself laugh oh you got to put yourself on there because that you know got to get another state championship somehow um, yes, sir. Right now, I'm I'm looking at your Twitter. You've got the 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 crimson red home uniforms for you guys. Uh, you got a couple different looks though at Steel Canyon. You got the blue uniforms. You got the red uniforms. You got some white ones. What's your favorite look that you guys rock on a Friday night? I'm a huge fan of something we call blackout. It's where we wear our, our crimson red uniforms and like a black tone underneath like we can spat up black black long sleeves black type black towel type stuff that's definitely the blackout is my favorite look okay anything new coming in the uniform game for you guys this season possibly possibly you guys will just have to stay tuned 
I like that. I like that. The man's a little bit, man's a salesman for Steel Canyon football right there. That's what yes, you got to do. All right. So speaking of this season, we'll give everyone a little bit of a rundown what you got. And, and if you want to hear our full breakdown, you can go over to our season preview. Uh, what you guys have this season, Eastlake, Madison, Bonita Vista, Otay Ranch, Mira Mesa, Granite Hills, El Cap, Valhalla, Grossmont, and Helix. Uh, the home games out of that are Eastlake, Mira Mesa, El Cap, Valhalla, and Helix. If you had to pick one of those games for people to come out and check out who have not been to a Steel Canyon football game before, what home game would you want them to come check out? Tell them to come out game one versus Eastlake. That would be the best game to show you guys that our team has been grinding and is ready to go, knocking off a, a very good team that was Eastlake, this team last year, and they were definitely a high-ranked team in San Diego, and I think they still are a high-ranked team today. All right, so that game will be starting off the season August 23rd at Steel Canyon. You mentioned the grinding. What's kind of the vibe been like this summer and going into camp? Because we're only a couple weeks away now from, from putting the pads on and getting everything started. What's the vibe been like around the team? We all just feel like we have something to prove, considering the fact that last year we were a team that were constructed of a lot of juniors and we're all seniors and we're all hungry because we felt like that San Augustine win that it just weighs on San Augustine loss weighs on our back and we definitely want to put ourselves in a predicament where next time we'll come out victorious so now it's just like look we got something to prove and we're ready to go where does that grinding come from for you what, like, what motivates you to be pushing yourself all the time just constantly wanting to be the best and, and, and be the best at what I do and, and my guys it makes it easy because my guys feel the same way we're all guys that grew up together, and if we didn't grow up together, when we got freshman year, we, we made close bonds, and it's just something that we all just share the, the competitive feeling. That competitive nature feels like that kind of drives you guys to, to constantly be hungry for more, be looking for more success. Um, man, we wish you absolutely the best of luck this season. You're going to be wearing number nine again this year? Yes, Coach. Uh, so everybody can can see you. Uh, well, what do you identify more as, free safety or wide receiver? What do you hope to, to play at the next level? What position do you do you gravitate more towards? Free safety. The intensity of this defense is something that is just, it just outweighs offense. Do you think that that's kind of also a reflection of your coaching staff and the mindset is that you like that intensity, you like that downhill nature? It's just like, I don't know, scoring touchdowns is cool and stuff like that, but just being with the squad and you guys is all grinding together trying to stop the other team, I just feel like that's what – just is that's the nature of the game that I just like the most. Who are some free safeties or, or defensive players in general that you like to model your game after? Guys, that you take a little bit of inspiration from? I'm a huge Derwin James fan. I, I like his game ever since he was at Florida State. Um, I also watched a lot of a person named Carl Joseph. He plays for the Oakland Raiders right now. His style, him being five ten, kind of stocky like I am, he's definitely somebody who I've studied the game after. For sure kind of a a, a a parallel to football and I like asking everybody on on the offense I like asking everybody this um seven on seven has become infinitely bigger in the last couple of years than it has ever been before in high school football and to the it's to the point now where some guys are out there saying you know that's where we make a name for ourselves as a team that's where we pick up all of our momentum that's where guys are starting to get offers for you more as a defensive player than an offensive player, what does seven-on-seven seven mean to you? What, is, what do you take away from it for yourself and, and from the squad? Seven-on-seven seven is definitely a good time to practice your footwork and kind of like your eyes and your hands, your man your man concept, and definitely working on a little bit of zone too. 
Um, I would say my guys like it too, but some of the seven on seven aspect is kind of aspect is kind of strange because sometimes you get people wanting like one yard routes where the line would be, and there's more to just the game than the seven on seven aspect. But I definitely feel like it's a great time for like receivers to get out there, work their footwork, work their their route running, and and defense to get out there, work their man concepts, hands, their jam, their feet. I definitely see that being a great side of seven on seven. I feel like for you, it has to be somewhat frustrating though, because as that free safety 15-ish yards back, you like being able to go probably downhill and run through a guy, and you can't really do that. Mm-hmm. You can't do that yes, at all. You can't, sure. you can't even somewhat do that in 7-on-7. In seven seven. So, you know, I, I, last question uh, coming into it this this year. You mentioned proven to, to yourselves, to the city, to the state, whatever that level is that you're aiming for, who are some of the guys that you think are going to really shine through? Some of the guys that we need to know their names now from your squad this year. Um, I would say on offense, it would be Chris Carter, uh, Javiah Boyd. He's definitely been slept on. Angel Amazon. And uh, we got an up-and-coming quarterback. His name is Alir Kiritamasi. He's been out to camp with us, balled out. He's definitely up-and-coming on our team. On our defensive side, you guys got to meet him a little bit. At the end of the year, T-Max Nayume, uh, who I personally think is our best man-on-man corner, Anton Walker. I feel like he's one of the most slept-on DBs in all of San Diego, but he definitely has something to prove next year. Uh, our down safety, Luis Alvarado, he's a uh, – talk about hard-hitting, come downhill, ready to go. That's Luis. Our linebacker core with Cameron Ewert and Colton Guerrero. Cameron's got two offers, so he's not really slept on, but I would definitely say our uh, he's a – Three three year varsity starter and he's just going into junior year. His name is Colton Guerrero. He's he's a dog. He's the perfect image of a linebacker, I would say. So I definitely think we're ready to go. We got some really impactful players on the offense and defensive side. But you lean just a little bit more toward the defensive side uh, being impactful is what I'm is what I'm getting. Uh, I'm sure that that's your bias towards those are your guys and you'd prefer <laughs> uh, some defensive uh, stops motivating the offense and. I think that that's a, a rivalry that all football players don't want to publicly admit to, but privately, every defensive guy is like, no, 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 that offense doesn't go anywhere without us, without us getting stops. And then the offense is like, well, yeah, well, we don't, you don't win without us. It's, it's a fun rivalry because sometimes you see teams competing amongst themselves almost to be like, look, we're going to get the ball back for you. Start doing something with it. And the offense, it, 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 it seems to fuel some, some great intensity during the season. And I, I really... I get the vibe that that's going to be a lot what you guys are going to be doing this year is that the defense is going to be motivating everybody to to reach that next level. So Just coach the steel curtain, the steel curtain, very nice. Steel that's what, that's what we're going to call it, the steel curtain out at Steel Canyon. He's wearing number nine this season. Chance, where can everyone find you on social media? Um, my Instagram is Chance the P, and then uh, my Twitter handle is Chance the P three. If you guys like to have me on there as well. Go ahead and follow him now. Get in early on the bandwagon so that they still have some room because it might get real crowded real quick for Steel Canyon this season. Thank you very much for joining us, Chance. Folks, go check out that opening game where they play host to Eastlake. Defense is going to be something to watch this season. show is SD Prep Insider. I am Christian Pedersen. Thank you very much for tuning in, sports fans, and we will talk to you soon.